Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brandon Hine, co-host of NFL from the Bluegrass. And before we get this episode started, I just wanted to apologize for the low audio quality in this episode. Um, we had a special guest this week, Joe Mathis, and we tried to record it through Skype, um, which we were having a hard time figuring out how to do. We eventually figured it out, and um, we got the show complete. Um, well, after an hour of recording, when we played it back for, for editing, we realized that mine and Jackson's voice sounded very distorted compared to Joe's, and um, and it turns out that my microphone actually wasn't picking up my voice, Jackson's was. So my voice sounds a little far away and, and distorted, but um, I hope you guys can bear through it. Uh, it. It's a really good episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, the quality is not going to be as good as it usually is, but we'll, we'll be back next week better than ever. It's a great show. I want to say thanks to Joe Mathis for, for doing it with us, and I hope you guys enjoy. You are now tuned in to NFL from the Bluegrass. Here are your hosts, Jackson Kelly and Brandon Hine. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the NFL from the Bluegrass. I'm Jackson Kelly, and with me as always, Brandon Hine. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm fantastic. How was your weekend? Oh, man. It was... It was good. I'm trying to think what. Ha- oh, I went to a concert. That's what. I- Jack Harlow. Yeah, it was extremely fun. Did you enjoy that? Oh yeah. Look, it was honestly one of the best times of my life. I was on cloud nine whole time, man. Had a wow. blast. Really? Yeah. Were you really? Okay, not like that. All right. Okay. Well, we've got to introduce somebody in here today. Ooh. I mean, we've got a very special guest. Oh yeah, we do. You know, for those that, that regularly listen to us. You all already know who it is. You follow us on Twitter. You we spilled the beans last week. We've got Joe Mathis here with us today. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing great. Appreciate y'all having me. Thanks for coming in. Um, so so uh, I, I kind of want to get this thing started off um, with with an apology to J.K. I owe J.K. an apology. What for? Because, you know, last week me and you were kind of going back and forth on the whole Blake Bortles situation. And I think what I did was is I overhyped Blake Bortles a little bit. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you were talking about, come on, Brandon, he's still Blake Bortles. He, you know, what what is he really? He's not that great, blah, blah. And I'm saying, yeah, that that's fine and dandy. You can think whatever you want. But he took his team to an AFC championship. This yeah. Year. But, you know, a little bit more in-depth. And the numbers just aren't looking good. I mean, really, if anything, his numbers this season look worse than any other season that he's had. Yeah. And that team went to the AFC championship. And and you know, you they finished ten and six in the AFC South. With an injured Andrew Luck and an injured um God, Deshaun Watson. And I mean, they had really ugly luck. So I'm here to tell you right now that I'm sorry I was wrong, but also, let me just say this. Jacksonville has already clarified that Blake Bortles is their starting QB yep. going into next season. And that's why they'll miss the playoffs next year. You think so? Yeah. What Joe, do what do you think about Blake Bortles? I don't think they'll miss the playoff next year because I think their defense is good enough. Now, I think he, like you all said, was kind of on par with the last season. My problem with the Bortles making the Super Bowl potentially, obviously they lost to the Patriots, but my big problem was having a quarterback that I didn't think was very good making the playoffs carried by his defense. Now, that happened a couple of years ago when Peyton got carried there. I mean, he got carried there by the Broncos' defense that year. But in my opinion, Bortles is like, he's not good. And for him to make the Super Bowl, my thing was, I didn't want to live in a world where Blake Bortles had made the same number of Super Bowls as Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Ryan. Like, to me, that's a little screwed up. So that's why I didn't want the Jaguars in there. I do think they'll make the playoffs next year. I mean, we have to look at their schedule. I haven't looked at that yet. But I think they're good enough because their defense is good enough to carry them. I agree 100%. I think their defense they they easily have one of the best defenses in the league in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 an elite they have an elite defense. And so I don't want to call this season a fluke. It wasn't a fluke, but also let's be real the AFC was a lot easier than usual, especially yeah, that Yeah. AFC division. was super weak. Um that division was super weak. I mean, yeah. you have an all-star quarterback in Andrew Luck. Yeah. You have a on, <laughs> honestly the best rookie 
quarterback we've seen in forever. In those games he played in, Deshaun Watson has a freak accident and gets hurt. Excuse me. So, yeah, they got lucky. Could they make it next year? Possibly if the wild card goes to an 8-8 eight eight team. Uh, I'm going to say Jacksonville gets in next Okay. Year. Because I don't think Blake Bortles is horrible. Yeah. Hey, but, but, you know, I mean, like you've been saying here recently, I mean, he's just a game manager. He doesn't really make mistakes out there. And, you know, with that defense and, and some of the, you know, great tools that he has on offense, which, which is very few, but they have them. Um, I think they've got what it takes to be a playoff team. Okay. And, you know, I could be wrong. But, you know, since we're sitting here talking about QBs right now, um, we're going to go ahead and move on to this. We're, we're going to talk about our top five quarterbacks in the league. We're all going to give our own opinion. All right. Um, Joe, you want to go first? We'll, we'll start off with Joe. Want me to go first? Is this from this past season, or is this the top five that I think is like been the top five of the past five years or so? Because there's a difference. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to give – like, if we're doing this season, then I would give Carson – I'd put Carson Wentz in the top five, but I'm not going to put him in the top five overall of the NFL quarterbacks because he's had one good year. Well, yeah, exactly. Overall. It's basically, you know, past five years or, or what you expect from the future. You also, you want to base this season, but but it's kind of just overall. Yeah, kind of an overall moving forward, also including the past five. Yeah, we're not just going to base this season. Well, Brady's won, I and mean, there's no argument about that, right? Tom Brady's going to win yeah, the sixth no. Super Bowl on Sunday, so he's got to be number one. Do you want me to continue, or are you all going to argue with that? Uh, I mean, I don't have any argument with Tom Brady being number one. Okay. I have Tom Brady at number one. Yeah, I think we all three have Tom Brady at number one. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is number two. And I would put Breeze up there, but I think Rodgers has a couple more years left. Not that Breeze is going to retire next year, but I think Rodgers has more life in his career than Breeze does. So I think Rodgers is two. I would put Breeze. Go ahead. Well, okay. Um, I was just gonna say I, I also have Aaron Rodgers as number two, and and Jake Hill over here probably doesn't even have Aaron Rodgers. No, I have five. I have Aaron on my list. I have Aaron on my list, just not at number two. Okay. All right. That's Look, we saw we saw what the Packers are without Aaron Rodgers. So we know he's in the top five somewhere. They're worthless without Aaron Rodgers. They had to have him. He got hurt. They had no chance of the playoffs. So he's got to be in the top five. I think he's the second best quarterback in the NFL. That's why I have him at number two. All right, can I? I'll, I'll say my number two, Go ahead. if I may. Uh, without this quarterback, this team would be a two-win team. I'm telling you, Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, is the most important. Like in terms of like, I know he's not going to win MVP this year because they didn't make the playoffs. But in terms of in terms of being valuable to a team, you have to put Russell Wilson up there. I mean, he has no offensive line. And basically, with the Legion of Boom, every single one of them getting hurt yeah. this year, he had no defense, and he still led them to an 8-8 eight and eight season. Yeah, or 9-7. I can honestly put Russell Wilson at number three. Um, Drew, you know, the Saints offense wasn't as prolific, I don't think, as we've seen them in, in the past years. And they had to be prolific in the past years because the Saints defense wasn't good, right? They had to score like 35, 42 points a game to win. But I could certainly see Russell Wilson at number three because, like you said, without him, I mean, he accounts for so much of the offense. They had no running game this year except for Russell Wilson scrambling. He threw for 34 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 62% completion percentage. So, I mean, I would certainly have Russell Wilson in the top five. He could be at number three. You could put Breeze at number three as well. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna kind of do a little argument with what you said about the Saints offense. I would make the argument their offense was just as good. It was just for the first time maybe in his career, Drew Brees had a running game that he could, you know, yeah. fall back on. Yeah, yeah, I, I, his, his passing stats aren't as good, so you would look at Drew Brees and say, well, maybe you drop him to number four, number five. I mean, their offense was really good. Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, you know, Michael Thomas has come on. He looks like he'll be a top five wide receiver in the NFL. I just think because yeah. they weren't passing as much that you look at Brees' stats and say, well, you can drop him down to number four, number five. But I certainly think Brees is a top five quarterback. I mean, I agree with you. You could put Wilson at three. I would probably put Brees at three and Wilson at four, but, you know, you can interchange those. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the opposite here. I I have a uh, Russell Wilson at number three and Drew Brees at number four. So, okay, uh, my number three was Aaron Rodgers. Okay. So I mean, I guess we've already talked about him. He's Who an all two again. Russell. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Aaron's all right. You know, he plays in Green Bay, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what about your number five, Joe? Uh, number five. You know who I'm going with? Going with my man Matty Ice. 20 touchdowns. I'm going with my man, Matty Ice. 
20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions this year. The stats don't look good, but he was still the number three ranked quarterback by Pro Football Focus. Out of all the quarterbacks in the NFL, he had the lowest number of turnover-worthy throws. 1% of his throws were interception-worthy, yet he threw 12 interceptions, which tells you he had a lot of balls dropped. Eight of the 12 interceptions, seven of those were drop passes. One was a bad route that was uh, ran by a wide receiver. So you look at the stats. The stats aren't impressive coming off a 38-7 and touchdown interception season last season in the MVP year, obviously, but I still have Matt Ryan as a top-five quarterback. Okay, I have Carson Wentz in number five. Okay, I'm, I, I, I never – I have Breeze in my four as well, but I also, with Joseph, have Matthew at number five. Thank you, Jackson. It's kind of you. <laughs> See, I was thinking about putting Matt Ryan in there, but and, and this is the reason that I'm going to put Carson Wentz there. Um I think that Carson Wentz, and I've said this many times before, I think Carson Wentz is the future of the NFL. And I know that you were saying, you know, if we were basing it off this year, then you would, you would obviously have Carson Wentz in the top five, but you're not going to do that because we're looking at the past and then we're kind of looking into the future a little bit. But I think I'm looking more into the future than I am in the past because I think Carson Wentz is just going to come in this league and tear it up. And I think that if you ask me this question next season, I think Carson Wentz might be a little bit higher than number five on that list. I like Carson Wentz a lot. I've got him at number five. And uh, I, I completely, you know, I see where you guys are coming from for sure. You know, I was going to put Matt Ryan in there. Um, I got to put Carson Wentz there, though. But, I mean, I'm not going to put Carson in there because he had one good year. Yeah, he's had one thing. good year and he scores ACL. That's my yeah. thing. I can't put Carson in the top five because he's had one good year and he only played 14 games this season. Now, he may have won the MVP if he stayed healthy, but he's got to he's got to do more. He went 8-8 eight and eight last year and now he only plays 14 games this year. He's got to do more than just show me through 13-14 games or whatever that he's good. Absolutely. You guys bring up great points. 100%. And also, um, I would make the argument that Matt Ryan's year was a lot better than what Carson Wentz had going this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the stats prove it. He threw 38 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He threw touchdowns to like 14 different receivers, which was an NFL record. He spread the ball around. I agree with you. Now, let me ask you this, Joe. I mean, it, it, you know, it's pretty obvious you are a Falcons fan. I mean, you haven't been biased this episode, but you're you're out and about Falcons fan. Will we ever see last year's Falcons offense again? Like I that deadly? So. Look, if if the Falcons offense of last year teamed up with the defense of this year. Like, if they had the defense last year that they had this year, they would have won the Super Bowl because the defense was so much better. Now, my hope is that in their second year under Steve Sarkeesian, the Falcons' offense is going to look like the second year under Kyle Shanahan. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's my hope. Now, Sarkeesian's offense isn't nearly as complicated as Shanahan's offense, which is why Matt Ryan had so much trouble in the first year under Shanahan and why the second year he was so much better. He had a year under his belt. He had an offseason to look at the playbook. Sarkeesian's offense isn't that complicated. So I don't think there's many steps that you can look at that show me, hey, the Falcons' offense is going to be so much better, but I'm hoping that's what's going to happen because the defense has taken huge strides from where they were last year. Good point. Good point. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, I, so now that we, we've covered our top five QBs, you know, I agree with your all's um, – I think for the most part, we pretty much had the same exact list, except I had uh, Carson Wentz at number five. We had Matt at five. Yeah. And then I think you had Russell Wilson at two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. For the most part, everybody's was the same. Good, great, dandy. But I got a feeling, I got a little feeling in my bones that when we get to the top five teams, my list is going to be quite a bit different than your all's. And here's why. Because, once again, I'm not going to base this list – solely off of this season or what I've seen in the past. I'm basing this list off what I expect in the future, how they look this year, and how I think the future is going to turn out for these guys. So so my top ten my oh, excuse me, my top ten list is not necessarily So that. your top ten is like what we could see in the future. Well yeah, what we see right now and how so, okay. I think their roster fits, how I think that they will play in the NFL as years go by. Um so I guess I, I guess we can just all um We'll start at number 10. We'll all give our team. We'll go separately. I'll start first. Um, you know, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. My number 10 team is the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. I think their roster is amazing. They've got an extremely talented defense. They've got crazy tools on offense. The only problem with Arizona is they just lost Carson Wentz, but let's be – or excuse me, not Carson Wentz, Carson Palmer. Mr. Carson. 
Yeah. <laughs> but, but let's be real. I'm not sure that that's too much of a problem. Because you know me. You know that I don't really like Carson Palmer that much. You know, um, see what you can do this draft. You get a good QB here. You guys might be set up for the long run. I mean, you, 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 you I, I like the Cardinals. I like what I see out of them. Uh, who's your number 10 team, Jackson? Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, why's that? Because I think they have a solid team. They need to work on their defense, and I'm excited what Patrick Mahomes is bringing. Because, I mean, we can pretty much all say that Alex Smith is gone, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I hate that for Alex. I think he's a good quarterback. You know, there's a lot of rumors saying he's coming to Arizona. I've heard rumors of him going to Cleveland. Yeah, um, it looks like there's also rumors about Kirk Cousins going to Cleveland, but it looks like he nailed that in the bud today, saying, you know, I, uh, I'd i take a third franchise tag. Yeah, Kirk looks like he's getting tagged. Go ahead. Okay, okay so my number nine team is the Cardinals. Oh, yeah? Yep, you have one number 10, I have one number nine. I like your future. We got a good team. Baker Mayfield's coming in this year. All will be right in Arizona. I've got the New Orleans Saints. Okay. I'm putting the Saints there because I think they're going to have QB problems here in the near future. Um, Drew Brees uh, will be gone eventually, you know, inevitably. I mean, that's just how football works. He's getting old. He'll be gone soon. But for, for now, they've got good pieces on offense. Their defense looks a whole lot better than what it has been. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Mean, coming into this year, what, I had the Saints winning three football games, yeah. and I was putting it all on their defense because we know that that offense was good. They can score just about any time they want. That's the only reason that they've been winning games. Their defense gives them no help. But it looks like they've got a lot of help on the other side of the football now. I like what I see from the Saints. I'm going to put them at number nine. All right. Brandon, who's your number eight team? Jacksonville Jack. Whoa. Ooh, nice. My number 18 is the – Los Angeles, I got the Chargers at number eight because of two people and two people only. Who's that? Who's that two people? Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. What about Brandon Hine? Brandon, (laughs) Coach Hine, Coach Hine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got three people there. Got to count Brandon. Okay, so these two are extremely young, and they're arguably the best pass rush in the NFL right now. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean – you got to think pass rush probably 12, 15 years if they're lucky. Think of them two for 12, 15 years. Well, they got to stay in L.A. Okay, but there's really nowhere else anyone would rather be than L.A. Like, L.A. is the sports city. So, L.A. and Miami are the two sports cities that everyone wants to go to. And it looks like the Chargers are, I mean, really. Especially in football with it being an outside sport. You have L.A., yeah. which is sunny. In Miami, it's sunny, and there's no state tax. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they also have, if I if I can interject, they also have a really good offensive line in, in Los Angeles. I'm San Diego. In Los Angeles, you're looking yeah. at Phillip Rivers got sacked 18 times last year. And that was it, 18 times. Aaron Rodgers played seven games. Carson Palmer played seven games. They got sacked 22 times each. So you're looking at yeah. a guy who played two times as many games as Aaron Rodgers and Carson Palmer and got sacked four less times. No one talks about the Chargers' offensive line, but they protect Phillip Rivers very well. And that's why Phillip Philip Rivers never misses a game due to injury, knock on wood, but their offensive line is very good. Absolutely. I mean, what is this, 11, 12 years straight now where Philip has not started a, or has started every single football game? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He has the record now for the longest yeah, active yeah, streak. Yeah. Now that Eli's done with it. Um, I was I was about to ask you, J.K., are you not going to give their offense any credit? You've got them at number eight just because of Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa? I mean, their offense is okay, but Phillip's got like two years left, mm-hmm. let's be honest. And they don't have a very, like, I mean, I know with Keenan they do, but I just wish they would, like, throw the ball deep some. Like, their offense is kind of bleh. He's the king of the oh. dink and dunk. That's what I've said the past couple of years. Phillip Rivers is the king of the dink and dunk. And I love Phillip Rivers. I would rather have Phillip Rivers than all, you know, a lot of the other quarterbacks in the NFL. But it's four- and five-yard crossing routes with him. And, and unless he wants to go deep for 20, 25 yards to Keenan Allen. But it's four- and five crossing routes for Phillip Rivers almost every play. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that leaves me going into number seven. I've got the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. I have the New England Patriots. Wow. Seven. Wow. We're talking about also heading towards the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how many years do you think Brady has left? What'd you say, Joe? I said, how many years do you think Brady has left then? I think Brady has two or three years left. That's. I mean, I know that he says he can play to 45, but then they, he has the Super Bowl game. Next year's games, year after that, let's just say two years. That's we're looking at forty games 
And you're telling me he's not going to take a wrong hit as a 41, 42-year-old man? It's not happening. He's going to get the wrong hit. And then there they are stuck with no Jacoby Brissett, no Jimmy Garoppolo. Bill Belichick knows this. Bill Belichick after the Super Bowl is done. I feel like they're done after this year. Well, hot take. Yep. Belichick's yeah, done Belichick. after the Super Bowl, huh? Bill Belichick's done after the Super Bowl. And don't be surprised if Tom Brady is either. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not joking. Oh, man. Well, I know that I've read that his wife had wanted him to retire. as like dead serious about him retiring. But I think as long as Belichick's in New England, they're a top-five team. I don't, they don't need Tom Brady. They need Bill Belichick. If Belichick's there, they're a top-five team. Now, if your hot take is right and Belichick's gone, then maybe you don't have him in the top-five or top-ten at all. But as long as Belichick's there, they're a top-five team. Yeah, it's, I'm going strictly off my hot take. Yeah, I, I I think Belichick's there for a minute. I yeah, do, so. a minute after the Super so Bowl, he's out. Hold his trophy oh out. Goodness. See you, Robert. Should have let him trade Tom Brady. I mean, you might be right. I don't really think it's too far fetched at all. But yeah, I don't I don't see I don't think that that would happen. Um, at number six, I've got the Minnesota Vikings. I got the ATL Falcons. Hey, hey, hey number six. Um, I mean, just look at them, man. They got a high-powered offense. They ran into a tough defense in Philadelphia. Playing in, they were playing in Philadelphia. Correct me, Joe. Yeah, they were. Okay, they're not. They're not used to cold weather. That's a rough thing. Tough thing for a team. Um, you have arguably the best wide receiver in the league have a ball go right through his hands at the end of the game. Probably would have landed out of bounds, but still, who knows what would happen. I like them. They have so many weapons. I think, you know, I've made the argument Kyle Shanahan being gone is the reason that team's down. I think that we'll see next year for sure because this new OC, you know, his plan will be in. That's what they'll be following. So we'll see. You know, it is what it is. Here's my thing with the Falcons is you talked about going into Philadelphia and playing in the cold weather. There is a play there at the end of the first half where the Eagles catch the ball, wide receiver steps out of bounds, and there's one second left on the clock. And it's the longest one second in NFL history. Now, had the clock run like it should have, it probably would have hit zero. It's the end of the first half. And then you're looking not at a five-point deficit at the end. You're looking at a two-point deficit. The Falcons could kick a field goal. And then you're looking at the Falcons leading 13-12 at the end of that game. Now, I'm not complaining about that because that's how home cooking works. I understand that. But there's a lot of things in that game when you look back at it. I mean, the Falcons could have been playing in the NFC Championship game next week. I would have the Absolutely. Falcons probably in the top five. I think you have them at six, right? I'd probably have them in the top five. But I don't mind being one spot outside the top five. I'm okay with that. Okay. Yep. Um, number five, we've got the Los Angeles Rams. Um, you know, what a difference Sean McVay has made within that team. Absolutely. And, you know, they're young, and they look like they're going to be a powerhouse team for a long time. Um, I think that, that Los Angeles is one of the favorite teams coming out of the NFC next season, just in my opinion. Um, the reason I didn't like them this year was because of their playoff inexperience. And I know next year, you know, they'll all have one playoff game under their belt, but they'll have a better feel of, of what's coming. They'll have a whole, you know, regular season under their, under their belt once again. Um, I, I like the Rams. I think, uh, I think the future is very bright for them. I think the future is very bright for L.A. as a whole. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, I've got the Rams at number five. I got Joe's favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, at number five. Yeah. Mostly, <laughs> mostly because Joe, what? Don't you hate the Saints? <laughs> Who me? Yes. I mean, I I didn't have a problem with them when they were seven and nine in three straight years. Then they come out, they win the division this year, and suddenly they thought they were God's gift to football. So, yeah, I, I wish they would kind of dial it back a little bit. I'm just not a big fan of them every time they make a big play going and, like, showboating in front of the camera. That's a little bit too much for me. Now, the Falcons in the two games they played them made the Saints look really, really sloppy. So the Falcons played them well in the two games. They won one, they lost one. But I can see, once again, I can see why you put them in the top, the top five. Their defense has been very, very good this year, very much improved. And Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, Michael Thomas, they've got offensive weapons as well. I can't complain about them being top five, but I don't like them. I, I want to ask you a question, Joe, real quick. Okay. Um, I think that Sean Payton is a horrible head coach. Mm -hmm. Okay, what do you think about that? I think he's I a good head coach. I don't like some of his antics, but I think he's a good head coach. You know, you had him in the Falcons game 
in uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium where the Falcons play because you have the, the Mercedes-Benz Dome where the Saints play and Mercedes-Benz Stadium where the Falcons play. But you had him in that game against the Falcons give the choke sign to Devontae Freeman. Then his quarterback ends up throwing an interception in the end zone that loses him the game. Then he came out before they lost to the Vikings. He was taunting the Vikings fans, doing the scold chant to him. And then 10 seconds later, they give up that 65-yard touchdown pass that loses them the game. I think he seems like kind of a jerk of a human being, but I think he's a good head coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I have him there because honestly, other than Drew Brees, most everyone on that team is young. Yeah. Mark Ingram's probably in the prime of his career, but Alvin's young. Michael Thomas is young. The defense is young. That team's a good team going forward. I think Ingram's in the prime. I think. I mean, I'd say he's in the yeah Matt, middle stages. I was being nice. Middle stages of his career. Okay. Um, my number four team is the Atlanta Falcons. Um, hey. <laughs> you know, I, I think that roster-wise, you know, looking looking at the players on that team, you know, they might be top two or three in the league. I mean, they they look fit all around, you know, all the, the whole roster top to bottom. Um, I was expecting a lot more out of Atlanta this year. And, you know, I, you know um, they had a good season, of course. Um, but I was, like, thinking that Atlanta's going to go out here and win a Super Bowl. Oh, Absolutely. And that just didn't happen. I mean, there was a there was a, a certain time, there was a point in the regular season where Atlanta was looking like, you know, they probably weren't even going to get a playoff spot. Well, they lost um, to the Bills. They lost to the Dolphins. Both those games were at home, by the way, and those were two bad losses. Now, the Bills ended up making the playoffs, but the Dolphins' loss was inexcusable. Well, I mean, they were playing Jay Cutler. Exactly why it's inexcusable. They lost to Jay Cutler. <laughs> I thought that you gave up on Jay Cutler a long time ago. What happened to that? I uh, started smoking. <laughs> I'm just playing. Oh, okay. No, he had that one really good game. I don't even remember who. Oh, when he beat the Patriots. Yeah, he beat the Patriots, <laughs> and you think he's top five QB again? Surprised yeah. he wasn't in your top five. Really. <laughs> You're idiotic, brother. Who you got at number four? Minnesota. Minnesota, really? Yeah, I like Minnesota. Stephon Young, they have two really good quarterbacks on their team and Sam Bradford and Case Keenum. Oh, they don't I, have Teddy Bridgewater? I said two really good quarterbacks. Oh. They have three quarterbacks, but two really good ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Yeah, this team's sets, I mean, looking good. Their defense is good. I think it can improve a little bit, especially secondary-wise. That's a good team moving forward. Yeah. Uh, I got Steelers at number three. Ooh. You don't nice. have the Steelers in your top ten, do you? Nope. This is more of a looking forward uh, list for me. Okay. And based on what they did this year. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Why I think they're top three. Well, I mean, you know, once again, basically same thing with the Falcons. You know, I think if you look at their roster, top to bottom, it's one of the best in the league. And, you know, their their defense didn't look as strong as I expected them to this season. But, I mean, you know, they were winning football games. They, that, that game against Jacksonville the first time um, was ugly. But, or not Blake Bortles. Uh, uh, ben Roethlisberger looked terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. But they figured it out. Yeah, um, after that game, uh, Pittsburgh really turned things around. I thought they looked like a very good team. And really, I thought uh, the Steelers were going to the Super Bowl this season. Um, once again, I was just like with Atlanta, I was expecting more out of Pittsburgh. Uh, they got beat by Jacksonville in the playoffs. It is what it is. I've got Pittsburgh at number three. Okay. My number three team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Eagles number three because they're young and they look good, but they don't look as good as the top two teams oh, yeah. in terms of youngness. I'm, uh, youngness? Youngness and, like, potential. Like, I feel like the Eagles have peaked, mm. honestly. Like, I mean, I know that they, they could easily win the Super Bowl this year, but I feel like this is their peak. And they might win Super Bowl again. I just don't see them elevating past what they are this year. So, okay. Really, though? You, yeah, I don't see quarterbacks them. hurt, right? I mean, yeah, I they're in the say, Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. I was about to say, they've got Nick Foles going into the Super Bowl right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. You know, and they're not any better. I mean, they're in the Super Bowl, right? So, they're going to get one step better. That's if they win. But you say they are peaking right now with a backup quarterback. <laughs> they're back up in the Super what Bowl. Was their, what was their record this year? 14-3? and three? record? Or fourteen and two, yeah. Or thirteen and three, something like that. Have the record, yeah, thirteen and three, or something like that. Yeah, I don't care if Carson Wentz, I don't care if Joe Man Montana comes back in his prime. They're not going fifteen and one next year. I'm just saying they're going to be about ten, twelve, one team next year. They might go far in the playoffs. The odds are against them that they go fifteen and one. But for you to think that they are at their best right now with a backup quarterback. 
when they've got a guy that would have won the MVP that tore his ACL that should be playing in the Super Bowl. I mean, you can't say that. I'm talking about this season in a hole was their peak. That's what I'm saying. Just You're being saying honest. peaking this year, they will not be any better. I mean, yeah, come on. this is so the best they're going to get. I'm not going to say they're going to drop off huge, but I don't think they're going to be a lot better team next year. I, no one I expected the Eagles to be this. Yeah, I understand what yeah. you're saying, just because they're in the Super Bowl. So for them, All right, let me ask you a question, Joe. Go ahead. All right, last year, if I'd said, uh, oh, this is going to be the Cowboys' peak, and you're saying, oh, they got a rookie quarterback, a rookie running back, and this is their peak, and you'd act like I was stupid. But it was. They had a bad year this year. I'm saying the Vi- or the Eagles, excuse me, Probably going to drop off. So you don't see the Cowboys getting any better? Compared to their rookie year when they went 13-3? and three? No. Uh, I don't I know. I like, I, I like Let Cowboys. me say this. They're in the Super Bowl this year, so I understand how you could say they're peaking because literally the only way they could get better is if they win the Super Bowl. They can't get any better than that. Absolutely. But you think they can't make it back to the Super Bowl, like this is the best they're ever going to do. Is foolish to say, in my opinion, sure. because they have See, the guy that would have won the MVP that's not playing because he's hurt. Yeah, that, I mean, that sounds a little bit ridiculous to me, Jake. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right, well, I've got the Eagles at number two. Okay. And I think their future is extremely bright. I mean, come on. I, I don't know how many times <laughs> I have to say this. Carson Wentz is the future of this league. Along okay. With Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson's right there with him. Yeah. Um, but, but the Eagles, to me, from top to bottom – is the best team in the NFL. This is the best, well, the, the most well-rounded team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles. And um, yeah, I think the future is incredible. Yeah, well, I just dogs is good. Their defense is really good. I mean, their top five defense, their top five in almost every category. Carson Wentz is good, and their defense is equally good, which is why I think it's silly to think they they can't get any better than what they are. Like, this is their peak, and they're dropping off after this. Their defense is good. Their quarterback's going to come back healthy next year. They're going to be just as good next year. I still said they're the third best team moving forward. I just think they're – I mean, this is what they're going to be. This, I mean, this is what they're going to be. They're Number not going to get much – not a bad spot to be. It's not yeah, – I'm not exactly. going to argue with that. Like, top three in the NFL, that's a good spot to be. All right, number two, moving forward. Oh, I haven't got to talk about this guy in forever or this team. Oh, I already There's know. something brewing in Houston, guys. I'm God, telling man. you. There's something brewing in Houston. Mm-mm. This team moving forward. Mm-mm-mm. If Deshaun Watson don't win four straight MVPs, I'm going to be shocked. What? I'm serious. Not four straight, but he's getting an MVP next year. I'm telling you. This kid's so talented. They're building around him. Like, they got a little portion. They didn't get the whole sugar. They just got a little bit. They know what's coming. I'm just trying to figure out who your number one is. Because you haven't said Green Bay yet. You haven't said Seattle yet. But you have I'm talking Houston about top two. 10 moving forward. Moving forward. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out who your number you're, one is. Your number one, understand. Your number, you're understand number one. Okay. All right. My number one's the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. Okay. I mean, go ahead. Explain. <laughs> Moving forward, I mean, they're so young. They had a great year. Their hardest problem next year will be making the playoffs, but I think if they make the playoffs, they're a dangerous team. So you don't have I the Packers to... in your top ten anywhere? Moving, Yeah, not moving forward, no. Oh, no, I don't either. Yeah, actually. no. I, I, to be quite honest with you, Joe, I think Aaron Rodgers might be out of Green Bay here pretty soon, and that's a huge problem. He's going to retire in Green Bay. He's not going anywhere. What do you think? He's like, re- like he's going to retire, or you think they're going to let him no. go, or he's going to get traded, or what are you talking no. about? I think he wants out of Green Bay. Why would you want to be in Green Bay anymore? Uh, I was with you, Brandon, until it came out. Is it Mike McCarthy, their head coach? Yes. yes. Until it came back that he was staying, I was with them. But if they would have fired him, then I was like, okay, Aaron's probably gone. Because him and Mike have a good relationship. A lot of people are saying that Mike should have been fired. So then I think Aaron may have went to the front office and said, hey, if Mike's gone, I'm gone. And they kept Mike. So I think he stays, but eh. They're not going to trade Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't be too surprised if Aaron Rodgers was out of there soon. And, I mean, you know, um, look, that team looks horrible without Aaron Rodgers. Am I wrong? No. I mean, they look they look like one of the worst teams in the league. So, Aaron Rodgers is that team. And so, when Aaron Rodgers is gone, which will happen, when Aaron Rodgers is gone, that team is bad. But when he's there, they make the playoffs every year. I mean, pretty much every year, if Aaron Rodgers is playing, they're going to be in the playoffs. With that, 100%. And look, and, and let me tell you, I'm going to be 100% honest with you right now. Um, uh, Green Bay 
you know, Aaron Rodgers was out for the majority of this season. They weren't a playoff team, so they kind of went under my radar. When I was making my top ten list, I forgot about Green Bay. Um, I probably would have put Green Bay at, at number nine or ten, probably dropped the Cardinals out of there. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, not any higher than that. I don't have them any higher than nine or ten. If you're going to ask me, I would put Green Bay on the list before Arizona. At least we know who Green Bay's quarterback is. See, that's what I'm saying. If you know, if I was thinking, Green Bay didn't cross my mind. I, I kind of forgot about them to be 100. There's honest another team you. you forgot about. Yeah. They made the playoffs in the FC South. The Panthers. One team. Yeah, no, I didn't. No, I didn't forget about them. Cam sucks. They crossed my mind, and they didn't cross my list. Another team made the second round of the playoffs. The Titans. Ah, uh, Marcus oh. sucks. <laughs> really, you're just gonna say Marcus Mariota is not good. Yeah, He literally led an 18-point comeback on the road against the Chiefs and moved him to the second round of the playoffs, but he's not good enough to be in the top ten. In one game. And and that's not the first time Andy Reid has thrown a big playoff game. I understand, but it's still a playoff win. It doesn't matter if it's Andy Reid, if it's Dan Quinn, if it's Alex Smith, whoever the quarterback, the head coach, it's still a playoff win on the road. Absolutely. I think that my top ten teams that I have on this list are better than Tennessee. And plus they're making a coaching change Rarely does a coaching change first year be a huge, you know. I understand, but you're talking about in the future, not just next year, right? Yeah, future. I'm I'm not sold on this team. Okay. Me neither. Not at all. Yeah. It's fine. It's your uh, list, not mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I do think that that I, I I don't like Marcus Mariota that much. I I mean. I don't have a problem with Mariota. I just don't like that team as a whole. They, I mean, honestly, their receivers don't impress me at all. Marcus Mariota looks uncomfortable out on the football field. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I've watched every single Titans game there has ever been because I haven't. But the, the ones that I have seen, he just looks like he doesn't really know what he's doing. He looks uncomfortable to me. He doesn't communicate with the team. I, 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 I don't feel like Marcus Mariota is a good fit there. I don't. I'm not sure that Marcus Mariota is a good NFL quarterback. I don't wow. like him. Joe, any comments on that? No, it's your list, not mine. I mean, I just know the guy went into Kansas City. He erased an 18 point deficit and won on the road. That's all I know. He's okay. got a he's got a dependable tight end. Delaney Walker is probably a top five tight end in the NFL. Very good season, Pro Bowl season. Made the Pro Bowl this year. Got a good uh, tight end, good running back. You know, you've got uh, Derrick Henry who looked really well in the division around. I think they've got a lot of offensive pieces now. Like you said, there's a coaching change, so we'll see how that works out. But I could definitely see them being in the top ten. They won a playoff game this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, my number one team is the Patriots. Well, mine was Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, my the reason that that I have them at number one still, I know we're looking into the future, and and it seems like New England, uh, New England's fall off might be coming in the near future. But I, you know, I think for the time being, for at least the next three or four years, I think New England is what it is. I don't see them falling off from here. I think Tom Brady's there for a while. I think Belichick's there for a while, and as long as Tom Brady's in this league, he's going to dominate it. And that's just my personal opinion. I think he's the best to ever do it. And um, I think the Patriots are going to be the best team in the league for a minute. All right, then. Next. Next. All right. Um, so, so for those of you that, you know, that, that listen to the show regularly, at, uh, midpoint in the season, we did a team redraft. Do you remember, Jackson? Yeah. We did a team redraft where basically we um, kind of went into the mindset of a, a team owner, head coach, whatever. You know, we're going into the draft. Um we could get any NFL player we want. And the positions are we get one quarterback, a halfback, a tight end, and four wide receivers, okay? Yeah. Um, so basically we just get to pick anybody. And, you know, um, uh, you know, if somebody else takes them, it's not like you can't have them. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're taking anybody we want. Yeah. All right. So are you ready, Joe? Yes, but I'm not participating. I'm letting you all do this one. Oh, okay. Because you know what? I would take Matt Ryan at quarterback, Devontae Freeman at running back, Julio Jones at wide receiver, Austin Hooper at tight end. I mean, we've already got all the pieces I need. My <laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> Give me Antonio Brown on the other side of the football field with Julio, then I'll be happy. Okay, okay. okay. Understandable. Um, at quarterback, I'm taking Carson Wentz. Cool. I'm taking Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> I, knew. I love Deshaun. Yeah, I love Carson Wentz. Um, halfback, I'm taking. Oh, I know exactly what you're taking. <laughs> I'm taking Todd Gurley. 
That's cute. I'm taking David Johnson. Mm. Joe, who would you take? Le'Veon Bell. If he's going to play, now he's acting like he's going to retire if he gets the franchise tag. But if I know he's going to play for me, give me Le'Veon Bell. He can run. He's patient. He can catch. He's such a huge offensive weapon in Pittsburgh. Give me Le'Veon Bell. I think he's the best running back in football. Now, I could see Gurley, but I'm still going Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Could you see David? No. (laughs) Oh, my God. Dude, he played like three games this year. One game. He played one game. Okay, he played one game this year. Don't get no. I'm not going to take David Johnson half over Le'Veon. Half I'm of not, a game. Half of a game. I'm not going. I'm not going to take him over Le'Veon Bell or Todd Gurley. I'm not going to do that. Is he a top five running back when he's healthy? I don't know. He had one good year. Like he's got to show me more than that. No, 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 no. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. No, 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 no. He had one and a half good years. He came in with Chris Johnson, Andre Allen got hurt, and had almost tied his rookie season. Played like six games and almost tied everyone in rushing. Tied for the lead in rushing touchdowns. He's the real deal. That's great. I said I mean, he's a, he may be top five running back, but he's not better than Le'Veon Bell or Todd Gurley. You can take him because you're a Cardinals fan. I'm not going to argue with you, but he's not better than Le'Veon Bell or Todd Gurley. We'll see. <laughs> Whatever. I got a feeling neither one of you are going to like my tight end. Mm. I'm taking Zach Ertz. <laughs> oh, well, I'm taking Gronk. Yeah, give me Gronk. Uh, I'm taking Zach Ertz over Gronk because I'm looking I'm looking in my team's future, right? And I want a tight end who's going to play. I don't want a tight end who's going to be in concussion protocol every week, okay? I'm taking Zach Ertz. Man, that's cool. But, I mean, Gronk's cool, bro. And Gronk's, Gronk's cool, cool, bro. But, I mean, he's the most dominant tight end we've ever seen yeah. when he's on the field. Yeah. That accident, and when he got hurt last week, that was a freak accident. Colin Coward said it was a dirty hit. I didn't think it was, but no. we'll go on from there. Colin Coward yeah. says it was a dirty hit. It was the opposite. I think of the opposite of what Colin Coward says. <laughs> Colin Coward said go. Wow. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, we'll go ahead and start it to the wide receiver spots. My first wide receiver uh, is Antonio Brown. Uh, my first one is Antonio Brown as well. Oh, I would yeah. go Antonio Brown, too, number one. I know I'm a Falcons fan, but I think Antonio Brown's the best wide receiver in football. I like the unbiased opinion, opinion, Joseph. Now, Uh, I don't think he's the most physical wide receiver in football. Like, if I want a guy who's going to body you up and fight for a football, I'm going to go Julio. But I think Antonio Brown, I mean, you look at the stats, I think he's better. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, with number two, you know, obviously I'm taking Julio. I'm taking Julio. Um, Number three, I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me here. I'm taking DeAndre Hopkins. That's exactly who I had at number three as well. Really? Yeah. Wow. Really, I had John Brown. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't take John Brown, Jackson. Shut up. up. (laughs) Uh, In my fourth spot, I know for a fact you guys won't like this. I'm taking Keenan Allen, baby. He was big time this year. I don't mind Keenan Allen. He was huge this year. He had a couple of really big games for uh, Los Angeles. I actually had Keenan in number four, too. Oh, do you really? Yeah, yeah. Receivers. Someone else originally, but then I raised his name. Who did you have? It's not important. I want to know. No. You got to tell Fitz. Me. He had Fitz Carroll, I bet, didn't you? The dude's like 87 years old. You got to let go of him. Absolutely. And he's still a top 10 wide receiver. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, but you're not going to build your team around Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, Larry, Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, so you're telling me I don't get two more years out and then turn him into a wide receiver coach, and that isn't the smartest move ever for my no, franchise? Stupid. All right, whatever. Ignorant. Super coach. <laughs> Whack. But it is what it is. Um, that's my team redraft. My team's better than yours, and we're winning the Super Bowl. Okay, whatever. Go ahead. Move on to next subject. Um, so now we're going to go ahead and get into our uh, NFL from the Bluegrass season awards now because, you know, it's Super Bowl time, regular season's over. Playoffs are pretty much over. I mean, obviously, we have the Super Bowl coming up, but we're going to give our season awards now, starting off with Rookie of the Year. Um, this one, to me, is a no-brainer, uh, Alvin Kamara. Ooh, I didn't go with Alvin. Really? Who yeah. you got? Kareem Hunt. Okay. Kareem had a better overall season. I mean, from more. start to finish, he was a better. Now, um, Alvin had more dynamic games, I guess. Kareem had a couple dynamic games at the beginning that fell off, but I mean, he kept trucking. I mean, he, for a rookie running back season, I don't think it was that bad. I no, would have gone Kamara. 
But yeah. I think you're right with Kareem Hunt, just because he played the majority of the season. Like, you didn't hear about Alvin Kamara's name till what, like week four or five? You know, Kareem Hunt started game one. He had that big game the opening week against the Patriots. So I understand both of them, but I would go with, with uh, excuse me, Alvin Kamara. I mean, Kareem Hunt. Uh, led the league in rushing. So, I mean, that's not a bad pick at all. Yeah. I think that Kamara had a, a bigger impact um, for uh, for his team. And, you know, uh, just watching them, I think that Kamara looks better. Now, I do think that you bring up a great point. You know, uh, Kareem looked better from top to bottom. But he had a few games with it that weren't too great. And when, you know, when Kareem fi- – or, excuse me, Alvin Kamara finally started to get noticed, it seemed like he was just going off week after week after week after week. And – um, yeah, but also, you know, another thing you can make, though, I'm just making this argument. Um, the first game of the year, mm. Kansas, New England, ring ceremony, huge game. Alvin does that. So now everyone's pocket yeah, list is – or Kareem Hunt does that, excuse me. Everyone's like, okay, we got to stop this Kareem Hunt kid. Yeah. And he still had a decent season. I mean, he had, what, 300 uh, yards in, in, in his first NFL game? Something like that. Wild. Um Scrimmage yards, not rushing yards. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, from uh, are we doing comeback player of the year? No. Okay. We'll go ahead and move on to most improved player of the year then. And um, this one to me also seems pretty obvious. I'm going Carson Wentz. Um, I'm going Jared Goff. Who you got, Joe? Carson Wentz. Okay. I mean, the guy, now, like I said, the guy would have won MVP if he was healthy. So I got to go with Carson Wentz. He was eight and eight last year. If he stayed healthy, he's got the MVP trophy. That's a fair statement, but I really I really felt bad for Jared Goff last year because it was just already presumed he was a bust. I mean, it was just, you know, Jared's terrible. And he came out and he had a really good year. And everyone kind of knew last year Carson was good. Like, everyone knew Carson was that guy. He just needed a little bit of re- some receivers and a little bit of help. They brought some receivers in and a little bit of help, and look what they did. I think... He didn't really have anything to prove. You know, he just had to follow up his rookie season. Jared Goff had to prove that he belonged in the league, and he did that, and now he's going to be a starter for years to come in Los Angeles. You could probably argue a guy that we haven't said yet, Todd Gurley, as the comeback player of the year as well. He only had 885 yards and six touchdowns last year. 1,305 yards, 13 rushing touchdowns this year. That's just his rushing numbers, and we know how dynamic he was in the passing game as well. You'll probably put Todd Gurley's name up there. Yeah, yeah. Easily. Basically just put the whole Rams offense up there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I'm sticking with the Rams. My coach of the year, Sean McVay. Um, I went back and forth on this, and I'm going Mike Zimmer. Okay. I would go Doug Peterson. I mean, he's in the Super Bowl. He was 8-8 eight and eight last year, and he's in the Super Bowl this year with a backup quarterback, so you can't do much better than that. But, I mean, technically, I mean, K, or, um, excuse me, uh, Mike Zimmer went 14-2, and two, was it? Mm-hmm. Or 13-3, something like that, with a third-string quarterback. Yeah. I could I can see all three. I actually was going back and forth between McVeigh and Peterson as well, but like I said, Peterson's got a backup quarterback and he's in the Super Bowl. He's one win away from bringing home Philadelphia's first Super Bowl since like 1962, so to me he's coach of the year. Okay, fair. All good points. Um now, the most coveted reward of them all, the MVP from the BG, and I had a hard time picking this one. Because you know who I really wanted to go with? Huh. Really? Todd huh. Gurley. I wanted to go with Todd Gurley. Um, minus Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Gotta stick with Brady. I'm going Tom Brady for MVP. Okay. I hate to be boring, but I'm agreeing with you all. <laughs> you know, like like you've been saying, Joe, if, if Carson Wentz continued to play this season, it would be Carson Wentz. Um, but, you know, he went out. Russell Wilson uh, put up a good, you know, fight for it but mm. you know the, he wasn't a playoff team yeah Tom Brady don't yeah the Super and, Bowl. and I'm gonna use this like for example last year when Tom Brady was up for MVP people were saying oh no 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 he didn't play all games he missed the first four and I think he correct me if I'm wrong Joe he went 28 and 2 28 touchdowns two interceptions yeah. that was fantastic I mean just straight up unbelievable especially for a 39 year old and they said you know he's not MVP because he didn't play all the games so I don't see how you could put Carson Wentz in that category because he did not play every game yeah I would go with Brady like you all said um Gurley is probably second but I mean he got a guy who's going to win the sixth Super Bowl is going to have to have a pinky attached to his hand so we can 
you know, I guess a second pinky so he can wear all six rings <laughs> at the same time. I mean, he's going to win the MVP, so he's going to win the Super Bowl. I hate to say it, but he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no dispute, yeah. no dispute. Well, I mean, I guess we can go ahead and move on into the weekly prediction challenge, Joe. I mean, you've pretty much given it away who you've got. You're taking the Patriots, right? I, I'm going Patriots, and I'm going to go by, I would say, 14. Give me 31-17 final score. Patriots win. Okay, I like hmm. that. What about you, J.K.L.? Who are you taking? I'm taking the Patriots. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take them twenty seven twenty four. What was it again? Twenty seven twenty four. All right. Um, I'm taking the Patriots thirty one twenty eight. Um, mm-hmm. the reason that I'm taking the Patriots is because they have Tom Brady, they have Bill Belichick, they 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 are the they have the best working system in the NFL. They know what they're doing out there. They've been there over and over and over. They're a class act team. They mean nothing but business. And to me, the Eagles seem like – I don't want to say that this game is a joke to them. I mean, it's obviously not a joke, but I feel like the Eagles are coming in this game with kind of a we're going to prove the world wrong mindset. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Patriots are, we're going to come in here and just take care of business, win another yeah. Super Bowl. It's another game. we got to go out there and win, and the Eagles are going out there with something to prove, and I don't like that. I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah, agreed. I I mean, I feel like the Patriots are like, all right, let's go get this. The Eagles are like, yeah, we're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And I feel it like it kind of – I mean, I'm not going to say it reminds me because I thought Atlanta was a lot better than these, this Eagles team. I thought the Seahawks was a lot better than this Eagles team. But I just feel like it would be another one of those games where the other team gets out to a pretty decent lead, mm-hmm. get complacent, little, a lot of things go wrong. And then third, fourth quarter, here comes Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I mean, uh, we mentioned how good the Eagles' defense was earlier, yeah. but this is almost—I mean, this is a different monster, right? Like they beat the Falcons, but this isn't this isn't the Falcons with a first-year offensive coordinator. This isn't the Vikings with a third-string quarterback. And another case, Keenum had played well, and the Vikings had been good the entire season. But you know, this is Brady, this is Belichick, this is the unsung hero of the Patriots, Deion Lewis, who was unbelievable. Brandon Cooks, Rob Gronkowski. These guys have been here before. Don't so. forget Danny Amendola. Danny Amendola. They've got so many weapons. Like I said, this isn't the Falcons. This isn't the Vikings. This is the New England Patriots. This is the franchise that's like born and bred for the Super Bowl. And I kind of agree with you all. It's like the Eagles are just kind of happy to be there. They're like, hey, we were in the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. The Patriots are like, all right, let's just go take care of business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. So I, I want to ask you something now, Joe, and, and same to you, J.K.L., but I, I want Joe to answer it first. Um, out of all the Super Bowls that you've ever seen, Joe, which one's your favorite? Which one's most memorable? Which one sticks out to you and just off the top of your head is your favorite Super Bowl game? It's not my favorite. I mean, there's a difference between being my favorite and the one that sticks out to me. The one that I agree 100 the, the one that sticks out to me the most is last year because I saw my favorite team blow a 28-3 to lead in the Super Bowl. That was my least favorite, but it's one that sticks out to me the most. Mm-hmm. And well, the, uh, the thing about that is I've told many people this, but after seeing your team blow a 28-3 to lead, and look, I know, you know, me and Jackson have a friend that's a big Browns fan, and he always kind of picks at me because I always complain about the Falcons not being good enough to win because he's a Browns fan. But the fact of the matter is, when you see your team blow a 28-3 to lead in the Super Bowl, I have no confidence they will ever in my lifetime win a Super Bowl. Because if you can't hold on to a 28-3 lead, what lead can you hold on to? So that's the most memorable one for me because of how negatively it impacted everything that revolved around my life in sports. That's the most memorable one for me. Very understandable. I mean, I, I think that I would believe the same thing if I was in your position. I mean, if, if I saw the Chargers go out there, blow a 28-3 lead, you know, I think we're cursed. I, it, it's just never going to happen. Yeah. But, look, you get to look at the bright side here. Tom Brady will be gone soon, and uh, we won't have anybody dominating the league when it comes to Super Bowls because it feels like that Tom Brady does dominate this league when it comes to Super Bowls and, yeah. and just being there. Um, now, in terms of the best Super Bowl, if I can answer that, this is going to hurt J- uh, Jackson's feelings. Oh, no, because this is probably my most memorable. Steelers-Cardinals. It was a great game, and I know that the Cardinals didn't win, and Jackson's a big Cardinals fan, and I don't want to rub it in or anything because my team's lost the Super Bowl too, but that's the best Super Bowl that I've seen. 
Yeah, you know, I was going to say the same exact thing. Super Bowl 43. That's the best one. I mean, you know, I haven't been alive for many for many of them. Yeah. But, you know, the ones that I have seen, the ones that I have enjoyed, this was the best. And um, I, I didn't know you at the time, did we? we no. I, w- I mean, I was in fifth grade. It was during the big ice storm. Like, I had my TV and my antenna plugged into a generator outside, so I couldn't really hear. I just heard, and I just saw what was happening on the TV. Did you cry? But uh, did, you, did you cry? Probably. I was in fifth grade. You cried over a sporting event. I cried this year when Casey Kane won a race, dude. Like I get emotional in sports. You gotta Joe, get your emotions you in check. Did you cry last year? No, I didn't cry. Uh, uh-uh. I don't cry over sporting events. Like okay. it's important to me. Now I was angry, and I'm still angry about blowing a twenty-eight to three lead. Like that still bothers yep. me, but I didn't cry. I'm not gonna cry over it. I, See, cried, I cried when Wisconsin beat us in the Final Four, to be honest. What is wrong with you? Well, you are a grown man crying over sports. Hey, I was 16 years old, Joe. You were Come 16 on. when Wisconsin beat UK? Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. What year were you all born in? 98. 98. You all were, were you all even alive when UK won their last championship before the 2012 one? No, I was one month. I wasn't even one month old. Brandon wasn't born yet. No. Goodness. But I will say this. Um... In terms of my favorite Super Bowl, like I said, I agree with Joe, the most memorable was that one. My favorite Super Bowl, though, to watch was easily the 2015 Super Bowl. Seahawks-Patriots? No. Panthers-Broncos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing Cam get sacked and fumble the ball. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And that was right after that they just blew the Cardinals out. So I was like, oh, my gosh. And then also, you know, seeing Peyton get a second Super Bowl was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that to me was great. Last year's Super Bowl, like I'm, I'm never gonna forget that Super Bowl. But I remember I was bummed, like because also because I knew Joe, like I knew you were so bummed. But also, you know, I was, you know, we were talking like, oh man, we're gonna tell our grandkids we watched Super Bowl team play the year they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe's not amused. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> I'm still scowling over. You are just continuing to talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> I've heard it enough over the past year. Twenty-eight three. You get on social media, that's all you see, and y'all are still talking about it. But see, it. I remember like at halftime, I took to Brandon. I was like, "Look, here's the deal: either A, we watch the Super Bowl team win, or B, we're watching the greatest player to ever play if Tom Brady comes back." Well, it was B. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> You're just gonna keep drilling it, I didn't make a joke. No, fine. I mean, Brady's the greatest quarterback to ever play. I, I mentioned that. I have no problems with that. I have nothing against the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots' job in the Super Bowl was to beat the Falcons and vice versa. I'm not going to hate the Patriots because they won. Yeah. Jake Hill, you think you'll ever see the Cardinals in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Next year? Hopefully. I just want to see Larry win, man. I mean. They're not going to win before Larry retires. You realize how hard it is for every other team except the Patriots to win the Super Bowl? To even get to the Super Bowl. I was talking about this with someone the other day. The Eagles have had really, really good teams, like in the early 2000s. They had McNabb. They had Brian Westbrook. They had Terrell Owens. They had Brian Dawkins. They had really good players. And they made that Super Bowl and lost to the Patriots. They haven't won a Super Bowl since, like, 1962. And think about all the good teams the Eagles have had. And they still haven't won a Super Bowl. It's hard to get there, number one, except for the Patriots. It's hard to win it, number two, except for the Patriots. Like, I don't think the Cardinals have a chance to make the Super Bowl before Larry Fitzgerald retires. And also, that would be kind of contradicting yourself, Jake Hill, because you said you don't like the Titans for next season because they've got a new head coach coming in, but you guys have a new head coach coming in, and you're talking about winning the Super Bowl next season. But he's a defensive-minded head coach. Oh, my I never said we're going Super Bowl this year. I just said I want to see Larry get one. Like I just want to see Larry hold the Lombardi. He's not going. To. Honestly, How many years this point, does he have left? How many did years I you say I wanted to see him win it for the cards? Uh, he may not even play again. Like honestly, if we if we like had a bad year next year and Larry got traded to, oh uh, gosh, Carolina. I hate Carolina. If he went there, I would want Carolina to win so I could see Larry. Are you serious? Yeah, I, w- I just want to see Larry get this trophy. You sound like Colts like fans it? when they were rooting for Peyton to win in Denver two years ago. No, like, like I mean, a I'm a diehard Cards fan. I'm, I'm, I mean, I know you love the Colts and their quarterbacks, Joe, but I'm a diehard Cards fan. I just really want to see Larry get a trophy. <laughs> Joe loves Colts and their quarterbacks. Yeah. 
Joe, I want to ask you something. All right, make it quick. Is Andrew Luck in QB? Is he top 10 quarterback? Yeah. No. Why is that? Well, there's a couple of criteria to be a top 10 quarterback. Number one, you have to play. <laughs> I mean, you have to play football to be a top 10 quarterback. Why are backup quarterbacks not top 10 quarterbacks? Because they don't play. Okay, I'm not saying Andrew Luck's a backup quarterback, but he also he has, he's played 22 games in the past three seasons, number one. Number yeah. two, to be a top 10 quarterback, you have to have – you have, you have to have nine other quarterbacks that aren't in front of you, right? You have to be, like, in that top ten list. I can pick ten quarterbacks right now I'd rather have than Andrew Luck. So he, okay. I, he can't be top ten on my list if I can think of ten quarterbacks better than him. Yeah, yeah. J.K. would beg to differ for sure. I like Andy Wood. I, and I don't dislike Andrew Luck. I think he's a top 15 quarterback. He's a serviceable NFL quarterback, but he – like – he is what you see, and what you see is what you get. He's a guy who's going to throw two and a half to three touchdowns a game, but he's also going to throw, a, a, you know, one to one and a half interceptions a game. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Uh, we want to thank you, Joe, for joining the show. You're welcome. And thank you. That'll conclude this episode of the NFL from the Bluegrass Podcast. Thank you for listening. Solid ending.